This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and it is September 26, 2018, and October will be here on Monday. Why am I saying that with some drama? Because October is known to be the most volatile month of the year. And I think that we are being set up for it to be a volatile month. We'll see. I could be totally wrong, but I have a feeling I'm not going to be. I mean, I'm just based on historical norms. Simple as that. And I'm also basing on that we've had a pretty good month of September. Because September is the second worst month of the year normally. So, that's what I think we should expect. Now, since my mission here is to help you become a better average investor, a better investor, you can be sure that I will be watching trends and developments very closely. For instance, I was looking at the NASDAQ index chart, and you know, it topped in, uh, it topped at the beginning of September. It doesn't look so good since then. So, that's one of the signals that, starting to show a little the the S&P and the Dow are better looking even though in the last three days they've been down but so we're looking at those things and let me make a and by the way if you want to talk about that kind of stuff give me a call 888-99-CHART Justin and I are always willing to talk to anybody about anything financial now let me make a quick mention about my schedule next week a week from today on Wednesday October 3rd I will be in San Jose California Conducting uh, one-on-one personalized portfolio reviews with and for InvestTalk listeners who have pre-registered. And these consultations are free, as you know. However, my October 3rd date is kind of full. We're full. I can't take any more days used up. But, you know, if you realize you are ready for professional investing assistance or you just want to talk about me looking at your portfolio, you can always contact me at our Dana Point office at KPP Financial. I can set up a Skype connection or telephone consultation. You can send me your your uh, portfolio via fax or email attachment, and we'll go over it. We'll do that. Jobless numbers will be out tomorrow. Weekly jobless claims, which is our leading economic indicator. And I'm expecting it to be positive news. And um, word went out today that Duncan Brands Group, Dunkin' Donuts, they drop in the donuts part. And, you know, the, the CEO said that they just want to be on a first-name basis with America, and I have a feeling it's more than that. It's a branding change, right? They're changing their brand. They don't want to be just donuts. I have a feeling they want to be known for, you know, maybe breakfast stuff, not just donuts. Maybe they're going to change or develop a breakfast menu besides donuts or, or including donuts or something. We'll see. And today there was interesting development. Remember we talked about the uh, the analysts uh, guess, is guessing that yesterday's news on SiriusXM and Pandora Box, Pandora acquisition may change. The prediction had been made because the market reaction to the dual deal announced yesterday suggests that Pandora and SiriusXM may have to agree on new conditions in order for the acquisition to get shareholder approval. So there's some doubt about that. On today's program, I will drill down into the story and see if we can 
see anything we can do about that? Or should we take any action as investors about it? Also today, I want to talk about what types of insurance should you have and should you avoid? I do have a background in insurance, so I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. But first, let's find out what our InvestTalk listeners are thinking. Here's a question that came in earlier at 888-99-CHART. First of all, I want to thank you for the information you put out on the air. It's really appreciated by a lot of people, especially myself. Appreciate the open and honest information. My question today is about 401 catch-up contributions. I turned 50 this year, and I'm excited about contributing more money. My question is, my company offers a catch-up plan, but can I do it outside of my company plan pre-tax? Appreciate it if you give me some insight to this. Thanks. Well, uh, catch-up is, remember, the number amounts 18500 that you can put aside of your income, but when you reach a certain age, 50-plus, you can put 24500 away. Uh, and you can, can you do that outside your 401k plan? Not if it's part of your 401k plan. You can't. Uh, can you put away retirement money away outside your retirement your 401k? Yes, yes. IRAs. You know you can put money in an IRA, but there's going to be a limitation based on your income. Whether you can open up a regular IRA and make that tax deductible. And when you're maxing out all these, you know, your retirement accounts, there is an income limit. If you make too much money, you ha you got restrictions. So you need to talk to a CPA about that. Remember, that's not my expertise. But uh, it is subject to income limitations. You make too much, you can't do certain things. So talk to your accountant, your CPA. Okay? That's great that you're maxing it out. I mean, that that's wonderful. That, you know, you you need to do that. It's a smart thing to do. You want to have enough money and and be comfortable in retirement. Now, having the right insurance coverage is a key component of living a financial healthy life. But loading up on unnecessary policies can work against you. So I'm going to list the policy types that are truly must have first. We're going to do that first. Which ones do you have to have? Okay. And, it's, and really, insurance is a complex topic. It's not a simple thing. It sounds simple. The insurance salesman tries to make it sound simple, but it's not. So you have to have health insurance. Okay, you got to have health insurance. Anybody going around, walking around without health insurance is just not very smart. Because you'd be amazed how much things cost. Uh, you'd be. My wife uh, recently had a, was bitten by a dog pretty bad on both legs. Pretty bad. Needed a bunch of stitches, and you know it's bad. It costs like fifty, seventy thousand dollars. By the time she was done, she had to go in the emergency rooms. She had to have you know some emergency uh, uh, surgery, you know, to put that back some skin. But you'd be amazed how much these things cost. You need health insurance. You need renters or homeowners insurance. You have to have that. That's a sign off. You need car insurance, but you don't have to have all the insurance they offer in car insurance. But you need it. Liability insurance especially. You have to have that. But I have opted over the years not to have comprehensive or collision insurance. I, I choose to self-insure for that. You can only do that if you don't have any, if you own a car outright. You don't have car insurance payments. But I've done it for decades. Decades. 
And it only cost me one time when I had a car stolen, an old car stolen from my driveway. Uh, that, that's when I had to pay for that and replace it out of my own pocket. Do you need disability insurance? Well, you get disability insurance through the state, but do you need additional disability insurance? I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure. I have quite a bit of experience, you know, understanding the value and disadvantage of the various types of insurance. So if you are an investor and you want personalized guidance on selecting insurance, you can give me a call. I'll talk about it. I'll be happy to do it. But, of course, you know, you want to protect your portfolio. That's a whole nother topic. So you can reach me at KPP Financial and Dana Point or get me a message through investtalk.com. Send me an email. I will get it. I will respond. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Love to hear from you. Uh, this is Talk, and I'm Steve Peasley, and I invite you to take our free risk questionnaire at investtalk.com. It takes only a couple minutes. Justin and I can use it, use the results that, that you, when you answer those questions, to assess your risk tolerance, your investor risk tolerance. And we can help you apply that strategy, that risk tolerance that you're comfortable with to your portfolio. So if you take the risk questionnaire, we can do that. You'll get a risk score, a number, and I'll tell you what the number means. Our Wednesday show, our Wednesday show is off and running, and we are taking questions. So give me a call, 888-99-CHART. Thanks for listening to Invest Talk. Looking at the calendar, we are already in the last week of September. Here's a constructive idea. If you can find a few minutes to invest in learning how to improve your portfolio's performance, head over to investtalk.com. Read about one of the many strategic investing programs offered to clients of KPP Financial. And while you're there, be sure to take the Riskalyze Risk Questionnaire. For now, Steve is here, the phone lines are open, and he's taking your questions live. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Art in Menlo Park. How are you doing, Art? Good, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to ask you about uh, Applied Materials, AMAT. Yeah. Yes, sir. And um, they've been down for probably the last... Uh, Almost the a past, year. Last few weeks or so. And um, it yep. seems like they've, they've uh, bottomed up here at about 38. Uh, I was just going to wait to see if it uh, goes back up a little bit, but I just wanted to see what your uh, your uh, fundamentals say. Yeah, we bought this company five days ago. Okay, so, so far I'm losing money on the deal. But if you notice, 10 days ago, it bottomed. It bottomed right around September uh, 12th or so. It started coming about five, seven days coming off the bottom. And I thought that was the, bo the bottom, and now, now it's gone down three days in a row. Applied Materials, AMAT, headquartered in Santa Clara, everybody. It's a $37 billion company. Manufactures inspection and etching cleaning equipment used in flat panel display fabrications. 
It's going to earn $4.46 this year. That's up 37% from last year. That's the estimate. Next year, $4.32. It's going to go down 3%. Sales have been increasing 19% the most recent quarter and the high 20s, the two quarters before that, 20% a year ago. It's been, you know, sales have been increasing steadily. It's a $38 stock, going to make $3.32 next year. So the PE is around eight, eight and a half. Return to equity is a really high 43%. They don't have much debt. They paid a dividend of 2.1%. And mutual funds are buyers. So I kind of like what I see. They paid 12, they, they spent 12% on R&D, research and development of the company, which I like a lot. And cash flow is really high. So I like them, Art, and I like them right in this price, or else I wouldn't have bought them. I bought them about a, a dollar higher than it is today. But I, I, you might want to wait a few days to see it starts up again, like you suggest. And I think it's a great company to own in your portfolio. I do. Thanks, Art. One Appreciate last the call. Question, uh, newsletter. Sure. Yes. Um, can you send the uh, check to your office, or uh, how would you do it if you don't have? Because uh, I don't use a credit card, really. So. Um, okay, you can send it. You can send it. You can send a check to the office and say this is what you want, Art. Make sure you sign it. I know who you are. Okay. You can do that. Okay. Yeah, just make it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, today's featured talking point. Can the Federal Reserve slow the economy without crashing it? Recession fears are a small dark cloud on the horizon. The Fed raised rates today. We're going to talk about that later on. So we're going to examine this. Uh, what, what the, what will it, how much will it affect? Can they crash the, mar, the, the, uh, the economy? Can they do that? So I'm going to talk about the Fed rate hike today. I think that's important. The downside of retiring early, want to talk about that. There's a bunch of things on the downside of retiring early. And also, one other thing we didn't get to yesterday, habits you need to cultivate in your life. If you want to be happy and successful, you need to cultivate some happy and successful habits. And we're going to talk about what those are. But, of course, you've come first. This is Talk. I'm Steve Peterson, and I invite you to take our free risk questionnaire, as I said before. It's really easy and simple. Love for you to do it. So give me a call. 888-99-CHARTER is our number. 888-992-4278. This is Invest Talk. Please make sure you subscribe to the Invest Talk podcast at iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Then listen, rate, and review. Question Have you thought about asking Steve Peasley for a no cost and no obligation portfolio review? You should. It's easy. Steve can set up a telephone conversation or a Skype consultation. Okay. You've got finance and investment questions, and Steve will have unbiased answers. Call now, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Gene. Gene is in North Carolina. How are you doing, Gene? Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. You were talking Thank about ins- different types of insurance just a little while ago and mm-hmm. had a question about disability yes. insurance. Sure. And I heard that 
if you're under 65 years old, the chances are higher that you will need disability insurance than you'll need life insurance. I would agree with that 100%. Yes. In other words, that Why? chances of having a disability. The chances of you dying, the chances of you dying, Gene, are much slimmer than the chances of you getting injured. And so you were, you were saying that you, you think the need for disability insurance is a little bit less because the state provides um, a basic amount of disability insurance? Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Now, I'm not sure what North Carolina provides, but I know I think every state provides disability insurance through their payroll deductions on, on their payroll. So, yeah, you get a certain amount of disability insurance uh, if you're working. So that means right. you don't necessarily have to buy it yourself. I've always heard that, especially if you're self-employed, maybe that doesn't apply, but you need to get enough disability insurance so that to essentially um, replace for the amount of income that you normally would, that you would be for getting, earning for your job specifically, not for the base amount, which might be a lot less than what... Uh, what you normally would earn if you could work. And, and the most, I heard the most common type of disability actually is, is back injury, whether you're a nurse living, yes. lifting up patients all day or doing construction or something, chronic back injury. Yeah, you, you know, it's not an easy question, Gene, because, you know, it goes to, well, what kind of job do you have? Do you have a dangerous or a very physically demanding job? Or do you sit at a desk? Uh, and are you, are you in shape? In other words, are you, you know, kind of out of shape? Do you exercise? All that stuff means something. And remember, disability, the chances of you collecting disability insurance isn't great. It's just much greater than collecting life insurance. Yeah. And so it depends, you know, it depends because it's going to cost you some money, you know, premium. It's not cheap. And, right. it, you know, so you've got to weigh all the pros and cons and decide whether it's good for you or not. You know, that's something you want to do. Okay, but hey, uh, all good questions. To, all good questions, Gene. Thank you very much. Let's go to Nancy and Pacifica. How are you doing, Nancy? Hi, how are you? Um, I'm, I'm good. actually Thank you for the a new call. listener, and I want to say I really am enjoying the show. And um, my question is, I have a coworker who actually recommended a stock called Pivotal. And so I bought it, and okay. it was going up, but recently, I guess, they came out with an earnings report, and it went down, and I was wondering if I should hold on to it, or should I just sell it okay. and buy something else. Okay. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of advice, if you don't mind. First, never, ever, ever buy a stock tip from a friend, a family member, a relative, nothing. Never buy a stock based on somebody else's tip. They, they hardly ever work out, hardly ever. Pivotal Software. Right. Is a is a five billion dollar company, which means it's a mid cap company, but it doesn't make any money. It lo- it's going to lose thirty four cents a share, th- fifty seven cents a share this year, thirty four cents a share next year, and lose sixteen cents a share the year after. Sales are growing very fast, but they haven't been able to turn a profit yet. Pivotal Software (PVTL) out of San Francisco, provides cloud-native platform that makes software development and IT operations a strategic advantage. So, whatever they do, their sales are picking up very fast. So, eventually, they probably will start to make money, 
I just don't know what they do. It's a fairly new company. It's only been out, uh, well, not even, uh, you know, it's, what, about a year? Not even a year. Uh, let's, let me go here. Let me go here. Maybe I can find out when it came out. In other words, it was not a public company. Yeah, it came out in April. So that's when it first came out for people to buy. I also suggest never buy uh, IPOs, initial public offerings, until at least six months after they've come out. Now, this hasn't been six months. The reason why, uh, Nancy, is because the insiders that owned the company before it went public, they got to hold on to the shares for at least six months before they can sell them and get profits. So what happens after six months is they sell a bunch of stock and the stock usually goes, stock price goes down. Is it a good company, a good chance of a company? It's hard to tell. I can't tell from the little bit of information I have. I just hope you didn't put too much money in it because it's very, very risky, okay? Yeah, no, not too much. But thank you very much for the information and thank you for the advice. No problem. I hope it works for you. Thank you for the call, Nancy. PVTL. That's the sim, a pivotal software. Tomorrow on Invest Talk, why the bubble in defense stocks may soon burst. You would ask yourself, why, why should it? Because government's spending tons of money on defense stocks. Well, we'll share that tomorrow. Defense, you know, shares of defense contractors, you know, have had strong gains in the past, but maybe now is not the time to be buying them. Again, that's always going to be tomorrow. I'm Steve Peasley. I'm ready to take your questions. You can, I'll take them right now. 888-99-CHART. Our podcast continues next. The process of investing is more than just picking stocks. Investing begins with savings, of course, and along the way, there are issues about taxes and then estate planning and on and on. KPP Financial clients have a ready resource of information about any and all of these personal financial matters. All they need to do is ask. Managing your money gets more complex every day, and there are more options than the average person could possibly comprehend. And when we're confronted with too many choices, research shows that people put off decisions, important decisions. Most times, that's not productive. KPP Financial's philosophy is the more their clients know, the more successful they'll be, and the more predictable their future will be. KPP Financial, serving the average investor, helping them find solutions. Now let's continue with the podcast. The KPP Premium Newsletter packs a lot of market news, process explanations, and even stock ideas into a concise summary every Friday. You can subscribe at investtalk.com. It's only $9 per month. That's if you subscribe now and beat the coming October price increase. You're listening to Invest Talk. Have you got a question for Steve? He's here and the lines are open. 888-99 chart. 888-992-4278 is our phone number. Love to talk to you. Ask any financial questions you want. And we're going to talk about the main talking point today. Can the Reserve, Federal Reserve, can the Federal Reserve slow the economy without crashing it? And the reason why this question is so pertinent is because today they raised the rates another quarter point. They've been raising the rates for two years. They've changed their statements from not, from not being, taking out the words, 
being accommodative to nothing, to being neutral as they raise the rates again today. So what does that mean? This is why it's important. The Federal Reserve and all the times that they've raised rates, they, they've done this coming, uh, you know, when economy starts to get strong, they start raising the rates to slow it down because they fear inflation. Even though inflation is just a little bit before below their target, they still fear it. They fear an overheated economy. So they begin to raise rates. What does that do? It takes some of the steam out of the economy because those rates reflect in the rates you and I pay for personal loans or mortgages or whatever, and it slows down the economy. Now, in history, when the federal has done this to slow down the economy, it's always led to a recession. Always. So the question is very pertinent. Very pertinent. Can the Federal Reserve slow the economy without crashing it? Can they slow it down? They've never been able to do it before. And you've heard me say on this show that I wish they would stop raising rates for six months, maybe even a little longer, to see what effect that the increasing rates they've already put in will have on the economy down the road. Because it's always lagging. This rate increases they do... It takes a while for it to work into the economy and affect the economy. It takes months, months, not a month, not two months, six months, three, six, three to six months at minimum, that range. And then you can see if it's hurting the economy. So if they stop today, they stop. They raise the rates today. That's why they stop. We won't really know what kind of effect this will have on the economy until after Christmas the first quarter of next year. But they're not going to stop today. They hinted at that when they let released their statement today, they hinted at another rate coming in December. So they're not stopping. This is what I mean by the talking point. Can the Federal Reserve slow the economy without crashing it? And my opinion is the answer is no. See, by the time they see, you know, they're going to, by the time they can do something about it, it's already happened. They, 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 let's say they decide, okay, oh gosh, we're going to cause a recession. Let's start reducing the rate. Well, that's going to take three to six months before it has any impact whatsoever, the impact on the economy. So if they want to reduce the rate to try to speed up the economy a little bit, it's still going to take months for it to be, to the economy to react. So that's why it, it, it's very uh, and to be honest, it's a very difficult thing to do, what they're trying to do. It's, you know, I wish it was easy. It's not. Um, but, you know, they have a history of getting it wrong. History. And it's not a good history. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Uh, but that's why that question is so uh, pertinent to everybody. It really is. Before we get into the show today, I want to make sure I get to the downside of retiring early. And I also want to get to... Uh, habits you need to cultivate in your life to make you a happy and successful person. So we're going to get to those. The great thing about any time listener line, it never closes. Here's a question that came in earlier at 888-99-CHART. Hey, how you doing there, guys? My name is Andrew, and I'm from uh, calling from Augusta, Georgia. New time listener on Spotify podcast and relatively new with investing. Um, I had two questions for you. One of them is ETFs or EFTs. Uh, what are they? How do they work? I've been looking into some of these because of the, the high dividends on some of them. 
and uh, what your thoughts on them. Second question is going to be on ticker symbol AKAO. I jumped into this one in early June, uh, late May, right around 11, 11.30, and it has been taking a dive ever since. The FDA denied some of their uses for their medications that they're putting out. Looks like it's a strong buy now. Uh, I'm not sure if ever going to go back up to where it was, but just trying to gather your thoughts on it. Thank you much. Love the show. Keep it going. Thank you. Okay, uh, what's an ETF, Exchange Traded Fund, ETF? An ETF is nothing more than a type of mutual fund. In other words, it will follow an index. You can buy the ETF, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ 100, the S&P 500. There's a many, many of them that follow index. But they also will follow sectors. They also will be, you know, gold. They attract gold prices, gold miners, different t uh, currencies, commodities. So you can get ETFs and get specific ETFs to build a portfolio of different e exchange-traded funds. They trade like stocks. You buy and sell them like a stock. That's what an ETF is. Nothing more than a grouping of stocks. A grouping of stocks. Mostly uh, tracking indexes. Uh, AKAO. This is Arcogen Inc. Okay, here this is this is a really good lesson that we need to learn. It was like the previous caller. This company doesn't make money. It's not going to make money. Not going to make money next year, this year, the year after next. Not going to make any money. It's going to lose money. It's going to lose two dollars and thirty six cents in two thousand nineteen after losing three dollars and ninety cents this year. It's a one hundred eighty four million dollar company, so it's a micro cap company. Extremely high risk. And something you should not have in your portfolio. They have negative cash flow. There's no, they develop novel antibacteria to treat multi-drug multi resistant uh, negative infections. Okay, but they don't have a product. They don't have a product. So you don't buy companies that don't make money. That's one of my rules. Don't buy companies that don't make money. This company does not make money. It's not going to make money. It doesn't look like it's going to make money in the future. You know, as sales growing, is the sales grow? Sales shrank from four quarters in a row, and then just recently they popped up 100%. Well, sales are $2 million. That's nothing. Nothing. What are they selling? I don't know what they're selling. So, no, this is not a good company to keep. Uh, you've lost a tremendous amount of uh, already. I would get out of it and move on. Now, it may go up, but these are the kinds of companies that will bankrupt you. You keep investing in these kinds of companies. Buy good, solid core holdings. Develop your core holdings first. Then develop a knowledge of buying good companies, whether you want to buy value companies or growth companies. And if you don't know the difference, you have to learn the difference before you start investing in companies. Stick with your ETS for the time being until you get more knowledgeable and understand what you're buying. This is a high risk and a pretty low, you know, pretty high risk, low possibility of success. Just well, It's what I call a story stock. It has a good story. That story doesn't mean anything. I'm Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk, and I just gave you one rule for success. Okay, don't buy story stock. Don't buy stocks that don't make money. Buy stocks that make money. Well, here are a few more that every regular Invest Talk listener has heard Justin and I talk about. 
always diversify your portfolio. You always should limit your purchases of about 3% of each stock in your portfolio. Never more than 5%. Another rule, don't make emotional investing decisions. Don't invest on fear or greed. I gave you another lesson earlier, another rule. Don't buy someone else's stock tip. Develop your own search for your own companies. Search for your own companies. Do it yourself. If you can't do it, don't know how to do it, you have to learn how to do it. And you can be taught how to do it. It's not that hard. Matter of fact, I think we're going to be doing that here very shortly. And through, and, uh, let's see, do I have any more rules I have here? Uh, anyways, I, I have a commitment. Invest Talk here, this show has a commitment to give you reason and common sense guidance in building your own portfolio. It'll make, and I promise I'll make you a better investor. I will make you a better investor. And the more you listen, the more you'll learn. Now, the phone lines right now are open, and the program is always made better by your questions. So please call 888 99Chart. This is Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial where each Friday, subscribers to the KPP Premium Newsletter receive a concise and highly informative summary of the week's financial and investment news. It's sent directly to their inbox. It really does give you a week that was roundup in a quick read. It also offers a look ahead and various process and term explanations that will be interesting to every investor. So you should be thinking about subscribing the cost now through September is only $9 per month. And if you act now, you'll stay ahead of the coming October price increase. Remember, you'll get targeted value formatted for fast consumption when you become a KPP Premium Newsletter subscriber at investtalk.com. The InvestTalk radio and podcast continues now. The phone lines are open, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Okay, habits you need to cultivate. By the way, did I tell you what the market did today? I don't think I did. The market uh, the market was down today. After the Fed raised rates, the market uh, kind of, it was already weak, so it wasn't strong. The market was down 107, Dow was down 107 points. NASDAQ down 17 and the S&P down 10. Okay, so the market was weak, and this is the third day, fourth day, third, fourth day in a row where the market's been weak. Don't don't be surprised. We're moving into October. Don't be surprised. The volatility is going to be there. It's going to be up and down and up, or up and down and up. It's you know, it's going. October is volatile. Anyways, so what should you do? What kind of habits should you cultivate? Should you try to work toward? And number one habit, make frugal friends make friends that are not spendthrifts if you make friends that are always spending money doing things you tend to want to keep up with them and do the same things and they may have a lot more money than you do you tend to be like your friends so pick them carefully make frugal friends another rule another habit you should cultivate Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. This is a hard lesson to learn. Everybody wants new stuff. Everybody wants the latest thing or whatever. You don't have, I don't, 
See, I'm frugal, so I, I could be your friend because I'm frugal. And one of the ways that makes me frugal is I delay my gratification. I don't, you know, I don't have a big desire to have things that I want right now. I can wait. I can be patient. So delayed gratification means you're not spending much money. Remember, we're trying to build lifetime habits here to make you more financially secure over your life. Another rule. Don't get into credit card debt. That is a death sentence as far as financial stability is concerned. Don't do it. Stay out of credit card debt. Yeah, that goes all to being frugal and all to delaying gratification. If you don't have the money to buy it, why are you buying it? Wait till you have the money to buy it and then buy it instead of putting it on a credit card. Now, here's one that I have trouble with myself. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. I'm not very good with stuff around the house. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not good at trying to fix things and do it myself. One thing I can do is, you know, in Southern California, everybody has sprinklers. I can change sprinkler heads because they might get broken all the time by different means. And another one, try to do this. This is a really fun thing to do because it's very difficult for most people. Pick one week out of a month and don't spend any money. One week per month. Don't spend any money. No coffee at Starbucks, no fast food, no dinners, no entertainment, no spending. You can pay your bills, but no spending money for a week. See if you can do that. Those are good habits to get into. Very good habits to cultivate. Anyways. 888-99-CHARGE, my number, 888-992-4278. So you know the Fed raised rates today, up a quarter point. And the rates, you know, they don't make it a, a tar they make it a target range. Two to two and a quarter percent is their target range. And that hasn't happened since before 2008. That's the last time we saw the rates this high. And remember, this is still pretty low, two to two and a quarter. Do you know what the long, this is for the federal funds rate. Do you know what the long-term average is? The Fed fund rate? The Fed fund rate is the interest rate that the Federal Reserve charges banks to borrow money from them. The banks borrow money from the Federal Reserve and then lend it to you and me. And they get to charge whatever they want to. Fed Fed only charge them, charges them 2 to 2 and a quarter percent. Okay. We want to, can we squeeze another caller? Can we? I don't know how much time we have. Okay, we don't have enough time in this, but we do have about 10 minutes left, everybody. The number is 888-99-CHART. We're moving pretty fast, and this is Invest Talk, as you know, and we move pretty fast here. But again, we got 10 minutes left, so we're going to take a couple more calls. If we can get them, we can get them in. The number 888-99-CHART. On the next Invest Talk, why the bubble in defense stocks may soon burst. Steve will break down the story tomorrow. But now, Steve's here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your calls. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to go to Kushik. How are you doing, Kushik, in San Jose? 
Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks, uh, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. I really enjoy your show. Uh, Thank you. I have a quest- question, Steve, regarding, uh, uh, you know, basically your analysis on a stock. Uh, the ticker is CRTO. Okay. It's a French company, huh? Huh. Okay. This is CRTO Citro or Cretro. Cretio? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, CRTO is a symbol. It's uh, out of France. A French provider of targeted advertised products enabling e-commerce companies. And it is an ADR, American Depository Receipt, meaning it's trading on our exchanges, uh, even though it's a foreign company. It's sponsored by one of the big uh, uh, financial institutions, and they sponsor it, and so it can trade here. And they have to comply with general accounting principles to be able to do that, our general accounting principles. The company looks pretty healthy. It's always made money, uh, and it's always been growing its money. It's a slow It's slow in its growth, but it's growing. Uh, sales were flat last quarter, but they were always growing every quarter before that. And because of that, it looks like sales started to slow down a couple, three quarters ago. And because of that, the stock fell from you know the low 40s now to 23, 24. But it looks like there's a lot of support. It's bounced off $22 a share three times in this last year, and it's now 23.94. So that looks like a very strong bottom for the company, for the price of the stock. They're gonna make $2.45 next year. It's a $24 stock, 23.94. So that means it's a 9.10 PE. And the re, five-year average is the lowest it's ever been is seven. The high it's been 167. So the fundamentals look pretty strong. And I'm your biggest concern now, uh, Kashik, is why is sales growth tapering off? Why did it flatten the last quarter? Are they going to pick up? If they if it stays flat, the stock's probably not going to move anywhere. But if they have something, or if there's some reason why it flatten and it's going to pick up then this would be a good place to buy it but you want to find out why are sales not growing like they were a year ago they were growing 30 percent a quarter okay now they're not why that's going to be an area that you want to concentrate on if they can't pick up growth it's probably not a good time to even though it's cheap i wouldn't probably buy the stock it's it's only a 1.6 billion it's a small cap company Small cap companies need to be growing their sales. Need to be growing their sales. Thanks for the call. That's Citro. C-R-T-O is the symbol. Okay. The downsides of retiring early. Um, I don't know if you, might, if you guys remember my story. I retired when I was in my early 40s, and then within a month I was bored out of my mind, and I couldn't do it. I had to go back to work. And go to back, but I went to back to work to do something I liked instead of something I didn't. I used to work for insurance companies, and I didn't care for that. I didn't like it. Anyways, the downside of retiring early. There is what we call an identity crisis when you retire. Who are you? You no longer are. Oh, he he works at so and so company. He does X Y Z. Oh, he's a CPA. He's an attorney. He's an auto mechanic. Who are you? What are you now? You're tired early, what are you? Who are you? So, what does that do to your head? That's number two. How much time do you have in your own head once you retire? You're thinking about 
your lack of producing anything. It eats at your confidence in who you are. You gotta do something. You can't just sit there. Many people can't just sit and relax and do nothing. And then there's people who will look at you and yeah, they'll just, they, you just don't fit in. You're kind of a misfit into life because they're all working. You can't call them up, hey, let's go golfing, let's go fishing, let's go do something. They're busy. They're working. You're busy. You kind of a, don't fit. You're not going to be, you're going to be surprised. You're not going to be much happier. Not working. You're not. You got to be careful that you might fall in depression. I know all that is negative. Huh? There's positives too. Don't get me wrong, but think about it carefully before you retire early. I'm Steve Peasley, and that completes another Investop program made better by your questions. I encourage you to be here every day, every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, I all, and on Friday, I always feature excerpts from our KPPP newsletter, so make sure you should tune in on Friday if you want to hear what some of those are. Anyways, now is a good time to subscribe to it at Investop.com before we raise the prices. We're raising the prices October 1st. So go to investtalk.com and subscribe if you want that premium newsletter comes out every Friday. Thanks for listening. Please come back tomorrow, and good night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.